you, you'll see there I have an electronic monitoring device um, payment of 300 and that's because right now I'm um, under honestly under house arrest I can tell dude that you don't you don't have crazy respect for yourself you're paying 30% to credit card companies that don't care about you at all and until we double your income I since I'm saying this out of love I don't think I would be investing in anything I'm almost getting emotional right now because I can give you tactics but mindset is a true wealth dynamic things will change in your life thank you Caleb yep for everything yep I appreciate you hey guys it's Caleb Williams with Franco, I'm from Maryland, and this is Naked Numbers. Welcome to Naked Numbers. <laughs> it is an honor to have you on, and I just want to say thank you for your bravery. I know it's it's scary to come on a show like this, especially um, when you like it's easy maybe if you feel like you're crushing it financially, but but I know that you have some things that we're going to go through that are going to be uh, are going to be emotional. Uh, it looks like as a household, you bring in eighty five thousand dollars a year. Um, it looks like you have some credit cards that you're paying up to 30%. We're going to definitely dive in to some of those things. Uh, you have uh, about $5,250 of assets in different various accounts. Uh, we'll, we'll look at your savings and checking. It might be a little bit more. It looks like you have $180,000 of equity uh, in, your, in your home that we may or may not be able to access. Um, so you own your home. It doesn't look like you have any current life insurance to this date. Um, no disability, and it looks like you have, um, you know, health insurance, but really nothing from a legal documents. Uh, no kids, but married. And uh, I just want you to know that uh, I'm excited to, to have you on the show. And I think I think there's going to be a lot of things that we can talk through. And as I've been pouring into your numbers, um, I'm excited to dive in. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to speak to you and definitely get this sorted out, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So before before we jump in, just give me a little bit of context on who you are and then what made you want to be on this show. I mean, it's like I always I'm always blown away by people that are like, yeah, I'll come on the show. Um, so just tell me a little bit about yourself so that we can just get gain context of like what you do, um, you know, who you are. Um, I know you're married, so maybe what, what your spouse does and then um, why you decided to be on the show. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, I, I'm working at this company that's called PFG. They, they actually deliver a lot of food, um, called performance food group. They deliver food to restaurants. I started off as a selector there, um, which isn't easy work for anyone that does food selecting, but eventually I, 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 always was interested in finances so eventually I, um, they pushed me into the contract side so I started um, working right now I'm a contract coordinator for them um, yeah it, I've, I've also picked up taxes here and there I'm um, you know I, I have an idea of taxes but the tax code is such a extensive thing that I think it does require a lifetime to actually master. Um, but, I, you know, I'm doing what I can. And the whole reason I got into taxes was because school doesn't really teach you about any finances or taxes. And I figured, you know, if I learn how to work with money, I'm going to be able to at least have money come through my hands. You know, if I learn how to properly manage it and 
So that that was my whole idea behind it. I mean, did I see myself long term as a tax accountant or not necessarily? Uh, it it was more like just so I could get the skills in life to actually focus on on being able mm -hmm. to better manage my my tax bills. So um, coming across accounting was when I it was introduced to this idea that life there was just something about life insurance I no one really told me exactly what it was they just told would tell you it's a great thing and yeah. and yeah so I I was like you know what I'll get into it um but years had passed and I actually just got into it roughly like three four months ago got my license finally and um I discovered well I by watching some of your videos I I've realized that not every company is a as a part owner company that yeah. you mentioned. Yeah. So the company I worked for the life insurance they were offering was strictly hundred percent with no upfront, like you couldn't front load it. It was just life insurance oh. and that's all it was. And yeah, so I kind of got discouraged um, with them. They, they're more into the IUL side, but um, yeah. anyway, so I started doing more research and I came across um, your channel and I started to learn a lot more and realized your content was like in line with what I wanted to learn long term. Cool. So yeah, that that's cool. a, are you currently are you currently working with anybody um, selling life insurance right now or are you kind of in limbo? Um, I am, but I'm not. I haven't been. Um, okay. I mean, not so you're really doing you're you're doing accounting. You you do like essentially accounting work. Um, mm -hmm. That's what you do. Yeah. I look at contracts and, all day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what do you what does your spouse do? She works for um, the same company I work for. We work in the same yeah. building and everything. We started off together there. Now she's working as a as a on the inventory control side. She's the one checking in those truck drivers and then looking at their inventory, checking to see what they brought back. And yeah. Cool. That, and you're uh you're 28 years old. 29 um, now. Yeah. 20, 29, 29 years old. Did you guys meet at work? Mm, we actually met at the Grand Canyon. So okay. there's a just story like, behind just that. Like yeah. you asked her to take a picture and it was like love at first sight or what? <laughs> no, that's funny. That that's what a lot of people think, but actually we we both had a job at the Grand Canyon. So uh we met through friends. <laughs> All right, awesome, awesome. The Grand Canyon trip with benefits from the standpoint, <laughs> and and it all it all went from there. Okay, and, and you guys are married, which is which is awesome. I see that you guys both make forty two thousand a year, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, it says unearned three thousand. So bringing that to an eighty five thousand dollars, what is the unearned three thousand? What did you mean by that? Right now, it's um, my uncle. He's paying us a little bit. This is something that just started, but he just moved okay. in with us, and now he's giving us a little bit of rent, and it's roughly coming out to be that much a year. Okay. Okay. Now, um, one of the things we're gonna we're gonna go through more in depth, um, but I just want to better understand. Like when I look at you guys are working for the same company, uh, you know, obviously I, I don't have any details, and and I don't necessarily need to. What I'm curious is it, it you guys roughly make about twenty dollars an hour. Um yeah. and as you guys look like do you guys have any experience from a standpoint like did either you or your wife go to college? Um is there like I'm just wanna be, I wanna gain an understanding of like what you're doing for this and like where what other potential there is from a standpoint of jobs or side hustles. Right. So I'm I 
gotten associates just in business administration. Um, that was the yeah. hope to eventually I'd turn it into a bachelor's, which I want to do the upcoming year, but there's some circumstances right now that the, actually the same circumstances that prevent me from going to Tennessee are the same circumstances preventing me from maybe going to college in the, in the near future. So um, what are, what are those circumstances? Uh, so you, you'll see there, I have an electronic monitoring device um, payment of 300. And that's because um, a family member had put a lawsuit against me and they thought I did something roughly seven years ago. Um, now some other family members are saying it's mainly because of jealousy. They're seeing that like we're building, a, we ha we're building something for ourselves and they, they see that we have all this stuff and they wanted to just come after that. But, um, yeah, so right now I'm, um, under, honestly under house arrest, so I can't do anything. It's just wow. here and work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a. <laughs> Well, the first naked numbers uh, for that scenario, and um, <laughs> yeah. okay, and so would you? And and again, well, let's just dive in to that. Is I just want to get more clarity around that. Is do you see that changing? What what's the circumstance like? Did you did you go to trial? Did you get like did this thing? Um, mm -hmm. Like, tell me a little bit without. I don't. You don't need to tell me any information that you don't want to. I just want to understand. Like, are you stuck in Maryland right now with like? you need permission to leave or what's the, what's your situation and what's the future look like? Um, because obviously this is going to be a big factor to some of the things that I share. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, the pretrial was supposed to be last month, but they actually asked for an extension. So it's going to go into January, the end of January. And um, right now that basically means everything up in the air. I mean, my lawyer, he, he's helping where he can as a lawyer can do, but I don't really know what that truly means. Um, I don't know how it's going to end when all is said and done. I, I just know that in January, we're going to have our free trial and I hear 80% of cases get settled at free trial, but we'll see, you know, if I'm one of that 80% or the lucky 20, you know, so. When you say but, settle, like what's a, what's a settlement look like? Uh, uh, you, you and the, um, the prosecutor come together in agreement and like, okay, this is how this, uh, this is going to be treated. Either like we have enough evidence for this or we don't have enough evidence for this. And, and, and this is how it's going to, this is like mm -hmm. the best case scenario. Like I could maybe be in house arrest for maybe another year or, or longer, or like if, they deem like the evidence is sufficient against me, then they'll go ahead and stay longer. Now, there's a there's a small chance that they can dr they'll drop it if if they deem like mm. they want to extend it a little bit longer. But I like I said, it all everything's up in the air, and this is another um, basically another bill I have to pay until all is said and done. You know, it's another okay, so, car. And and just yeah. to, to people know, the bill three hundred and twenty five dollars a month. Does that is that like go to the a lawyer? I'm assuming the lawyer will get paid in addition, or what? How does that work? Yeah, the lawyer is a separate payment that my mom, uh, unfortunately, took on. The the electronic mm -hmm. monitoring is basically the ankle monitor. It's actually yeah. this little watch right here is what how oh. what they're using to track me. So, okay, yeah, that's um, well, it's gonna you, be like and, that. And again, let me know if this is too many questions, but are you? Are you technically like, is anything on your record or is it just one of those things until the trial 
they want to make sure that you don't run away. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be one of those things until trial okay. that I don't run away. Yeah. Well, man, I, uh, again, you, you get the trophy so far for naked numbers being the most brave They even talk about this. And again, like we're my, uh, prayers just for this whole situation. And, and it sounds in any time there's family dynamics like that, my heart breaks because, um, I, I bet you, we could probably look back and say, there's probably better ways to handle the situation. Um, yeah. and you have an incredible attitude going in and, um, that mindset is going to be something that you're going to look back on and be like, um, man, I, I can give, like, I'm almost getting emotional right now because I can give you tactics, but mindset is a true wealth dynamic. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. So, all right. So, um, but you can go to work and you can, yeah. you just, you just can't leave Maryland. Exactly. I mean, I, I can just go straight to work and home and those are the only two places I can really go. I can't go anywhere outside of Maryland. So, I mean, not even within Maryland. I can't go out of those two places yeah okay and is your wife your wife's not bound to that she can she so she does shopping she does all the things outside the house yeah exactly okay okay um all right so thank you for sharing that when i when i look at when i look at your liabilities um you have twenty five thousand dollars on a credit card with a 30 percent interest rate and your monthly payment is 450 is that the minimum payment it, it I would imagine you're paying more on that. Yeah, I am. Um, that that's actually coming across multiple credit cards. Um, okay, so you bundled yeah. it for me. You made my job easy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so that's multiple credit cards, and mm -hmm. and would you say, um, yeah, help me understand what? Because obviously, that's a thirty percent is like crushing. It's crushing my heart right, right now from a standpoint of that. So, help me understand where or why you got into credit card, this credit card situation? Yeah, um, so when we first got the house, my whole idea was to burn it, you know? Like, yep. let's, awesome, let's get it done. And um, and just so I started taking out one, it's, it's, you know, buy, oh. refinance, renovate, <laughs> uh, re rent, um, rent out, create cash yeah, the flow. Last time um yeah, yeah all, all kinds of ours that i forget but it's essentially buy exactly make more valuable and it, it, you'll have, be better yeah. off on the other end and and you would you say that you got this home and it you had to put some things on credit cards yeah and the whole point was for me to refinance and pay off a lot of the credit card debt but um the issue the end game came that i didn't um I wasn't getting as much as I expected to. And I said, I don't really want to refinance now when I still have to refinance one more time in the future. So I'm just going to wait. But then something happened that year where um, my wife lost her job. I couldn't make any the payments that I thought I could make. And I had to like just pay, make the minimum payments and all the meanwhile, my my 0% interest for like the intro ended and all of a sudden I'm like deep in this credit card debt. Um, like that, that's part of the reason why the roof payments on there too. I was going to refinance, pay that off and then just call it a day. But none of it tends to work out uh, because it's funny the next year that, um, that I got it appraised, I don't think I did much to it. No, nothing really different since I got it appraised previously. I got it appraised under 400,000 the first time. 
and I was waiting for at least 400 and then I got it praised again, I guess, a year later so I could remove the mortgage, um, the mortgage premium insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was like 465 and I was like, ah, oh. but at this point, I, my credit score was shot already and I couldn't even get anything. Like right now, it, it's, it's kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What is, what is your credit at? Oh, it's like 610. Okay. Um, and yeah. does it have anything to do with your ankle or bracelet? Like, is, no. that, is that situation the same thing or different? Yeah, that that's the same. What it basically comes down to is um, high credit card debt that lowers okay. it. But there was this, there's this thing my dad and I agreed to. We were going to switch each other's cars. He was going to take on the payment of my old car and I was going to take on the payment of his new car. You know, it was a Prius. We thought, you know, we're, we're going to drive around a lot. A new car would go a long way, but he wasn't making the, the payments that for four months, it actually got repoed. And um, that's what really t tanked my credit score was, um, was that little thing right there. So yeah. Is your, do you have a relationship with your dad right now or did that kind of sour, sour the whole thing? No, my, my whole family is, is for me um okay. they they're just that's heart, heartbroken about this horror deal that that just everyone's heartbroken that this is going on so was uh was the car was that it was that intentional or is it just a miss like just a miscommunication it was a miscommunication um yeah. i was making a lot of payments ahead of time and so the minimum payments were a lot lower uh, and he said something and I was okay. like, okay, I'll put them in. We just forgot. Yeah, no, and and listen, man, like, um, I I told you when I first when I first met you, like, I don't know, twenty minutes ago, um, that people are gonna learn a lot through this, and you you're blowing me away right now because I think I think there's another lesson to be learned here, and it's 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 uh, over communicate, but don't put yourself in that situation. Don't put yourself in a situation where another human outside of your you know your spouse can can affect things that like literally you have a hundred and eighty thousand dollars of equity that we can't get to right now and this this number one is a reason by the way ladies and gentlemen that i don't agree that people should be paying off their house aggressively because this is another scenario is like let's say you're doing your thing and you're like you're aggressively paying off your home and then you get in this situation you have high interest rate debt you have money that you can't access right now because of credit and uh it, it's 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 a really uh sucky situation my, my here's my question is this a, have you ever considered selling your home or is that just not is that is not possible right now uh i think we we could get a pretty penny if we sold the home um that that's last case scenario what i really wanted to do was like rent out the basement, you know, add in a couple of extra rooms and then um, yeah. ideally use this as a cash flowing house going into the future and use it as a jumping off point. But, but yeah, I mean, we did consider selling it, but that, that would be like wor worst case scenario. Okay. Well, that's a, so you have a, you have someone that's paying you $250 a month right now to maybe stay in one of your rooms or. That's my uncle. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uncle's getting a good rate. Oh yeah, he, he see Oh, absolutely, but we're trying to help him out too. He's six <laughs> too. I'm not, I'm not gonna get involved. If he wasn't your uncle, yeah. I would tell you to up the rent. But yeah. Um, yeah that's, okay. All right, let's let's continue to move on. It looks like your spouse has a two thousand dollar credit card 
30%, you're making a $100 payment to that. I'm assuming that's just a, that's a part of the whole credit card situation. Yeah, she has some Home Depot stuff and a lot of our credit cards are tied together because she didn't have a credit score. So actually, when you look at her credit um, credit card stuff, it looks a lot higher, but you got to consider mine and it. Our credit cards come out to be roughly like 20,000, 23,000 when you when all said and done. And is your wife's credit also low? It's better than mine, but... Okay. High high credit card like when you max out credit cards it just tanks your yep. your credit yep. score too so yep um, auto loan you have a twenty four thousand dollar auto loan at a great interest rate but a five hundred dollar payment seems high do you overpay every month on that or is that the actual payment that's the payment that's is the, it a it's five oh seven like, man yeah. I'm not familiar with that loan type uh, but it's five yeah. five oh seven all right so. It's it's interesting to me because you know I did the cash flow index analysis on all your debts and obviously like you're from a cash flow perspective it's it's one of the most inefficient debts you have. Um, I could make the argument that your twenty five thousand dollar credit card from a cash flow perspective is more efficient, not from an interest rate, but from a cash flow mm -hmm. perspective. The the five hundred seven is is sucking up a lot of annual uh, cash flow. Um, there's really nothing that we can do at this point because of your credit credit situation. Um, what 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 type of car is it? It's a Prius. It's actually that's my dad's car. car. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, and you're like it's it's one of those things where it, do you just have one car? Or do you have two cars? Yeah, I mean you guys both go to work. The same job, so that that's why it's a blessing, you okay. know, that we work at the same place. Yeah. We only need one job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean one all car. Right. I'm not going to go Dave Ramsey on you and tell you to sell the Prius quite yet, all right? Um, Rue, <laughs> $28,000, um, 10%. Actually, from a cash flow index perspective, um, and just for those of you watching, what do I mean? I take the loan balance, divide it by the minimum payment, and I get a score. And the higher the score, the more efficient it is from a cash flow perspective. Um, so you're, you're paying 10%, which is actually not terrible at the time of this recording. Um, and from a ca cash flow index score, it's 77, which is way better than your auto and credit cards. Um, and you would obviously, if in a perfect world, you could refinance. You would knock out this and your your credit cards pretty easily, and still have you know 100 plus thousand of equity. Yeah, um, that best case scenario that's what it would be but right now um that's not what it is <laughs> yeah okay all right i just want to gain and then um you're paying 325 dollars for the, mo the world's most expensive apple watch okay so we're gonna <laughs> yeah hopefully, hopefully yeah. next year that thing gets that good thing gets taken oh, off yeah. um that yeah. would be awesome and i can't wait to celebrate with you on that and then phone um you know you you listed that for a reason because i'm assuming that from a from a you know, $150 for both you and your wife. What, what's, what's interesting is I, when I look at your income, I see 7,000, about 7,000 gross coming in every month. Um, and when I look at your tax situation, I, I just put federally, so I'm not including Maryland. So it's going to be a little bit more, but I, it's like $536, um, you know, each, each mm -hmm. month. Um, when I look at your mortgage, you have 1900, 1950. Does that include your insurance in that payment? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So about 2000, when I look at your debt, debts, all, all your debts, you know, I, I see uh, 1,413, your phone, 150, your, um, you know, Apple watch, $325. <laughs> um, and, you know, so that, that, that brings a total of like just the expenses that I mentioned, $4,374. And we're not including groceries. So we, we actually don't have that much mm. money after that. But where does the other two thousand six hundred and twenty six dollars go? Because I see that you're only you're only currently saving right now about one percent of your income. So where does the where you know where does the two twenty five hundred dollars go um, per month? I'm assuming some goes to groceries, but is there anything other big tickets that your money's flowing to? Uh, I mean, I'm putting some money into my four hundred one k gross. I, I'm getting like la my last paycheck i was close to $2000 but i only really only ended up getting like 1300 from it uh, when all insurance uh, you know all of that stuff comes into play you like get money back at, at the end of the year uh yeah i mean as far as taxes go yeah 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 generally speaking i do okay okay yeah you might want to it's it feels like that's a lot for yeah i thought so too uh it just okay. felt like i can't believe i'm earning gold was that much and only seeing a fraction yeah. of it so yeah <laughs> okay um okay so that's 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 interesting i you, you said 401k let's go to your assets next i don't see a 401k on here i see that you maybe your retirement account is that what you meant uh, yeah well i just added a 401k last about two weeks ago. I think I submitted my paperwork before okay. I actually did okay. my 401 Understood. Yeah. So you have a Fidelity retirement account with 2,500. You're not putting any annual deposits into that. You have a, I'm assuming this is an HSA, right? And they, I have an HSA as well. Yes. Yeah. HSA, you have um, 1,700. It looks like you're, you put in 1,080 into that this year and you got an employer mm-hmm. match. Is that correct? Uh, employer match up to just 230. I don't know if that's like yeah, yeah. dollar for dollar. Exactly. Um, but no, well, it's not a dollar for dollar to 230. It's more like during the course of the whole year that you're working there, they pay eventually what comes up to add up to be 230. Got it. Okay. So there's, yeah. And then your um, your wife has an IRA that has about $1,000 in it. Yeah, from a previous um, job okay. that we had. So. Okay. And then 401k, um, what, what are you contributing on an annual basis to your 401k? Well, now I'm contributing 4% because 4% is the minimum for them to actually match. And they only match 3.5% anyway. So Okay, so 4% of your income of 42? Yeah. You're making me do work. <laughs> Sorry about Yeah, that wasn't on there. <laughs> what is that? Was that? Would you say that's about you're putting... Math is hard. Here we go. Hold on. Times 0.04. So it's about 1,680. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But you're just, you just started. So like, but like, I'm going to put 1,000, like you think right now it's a good idea to put $1,680 and then you would get a, you would get, that would be matched pretty much dollar for dollar, essentially. Uh, up to 3.5%. So, okay, so what is you it? Make me like? do more math here, dude. 90% maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, about, let's say 1,300 1, they'll match. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. And is that a, um, you putting a Roth 401k or traditional 401k? 
I'm doing 3% into my 401k and 1% to my Roth. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Um, obviously, real estate, you, you, by the way, very efficient debt. Um, for cash flow index, 146, and you have a ton of equity in it right now, and we can't access it, which I think is a wonderful lesson for you, those at home to like see like real life. Obviously, we're all in different scenarios, but this is like a real example of an asset that's like equity means nothing unless you sell it or you have access to it. And um, that's you, you find it crazy that people like want to pay off their homes and make it their goal to like take all their money and put it into an asset that they may or may not have access to. Does that sound crazy to you? Yeah, it does. It, especially my mom, like she has a 0% interest loan on her car and I'm like, don't pay it off. Like it's a free money. And she's like, no, I want to pay it off the sooner so I could have access to that cash. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Is, like, is your mom a spender though? Did that like, cause, or, or would she actually bit, yeah. save and invest a difference if she didn't pay it off? If she paid it off, she says she would pay off more debt. But I mean, I was like, yeah. that's one, I think that's a snowball method if you want to look at it like that. Yeah. But, yeah. No. And I'm, yeah. I'm all for yeah. Dave Ramsey for people that like, can't don't have discipline. Like it's like debt mm -hmm. can be a forced savings tool kind of, but for people mm -hmm. that are like doing the Burr method and like, you know, obviously want to create something in the future it's you know from an efficiency standpoint that can be tricky right. uh, life insurance do you have your life license yeah i do okay so i'm assuming you're going to um you, you know the importance of life insurance um, oh yeah so definitely yeah, I, that that's something i actually wanted to uh, ask you something about yeah go fire away oh so um right now i'm in I can't use my credit score, but my dad, he, he has nothing really better to do. Um, right now, he's not going to buy any homes or anything anytime soon. So I'm like, hey, can you maybe just help me access the equity because he's on the title too. So right now, I'm talking to him and trying to talk to different um, um, banks about getting that equity. Now, eventually, what I wanted, if, if you know, best case scenario, they give me a loan, um, I know it'd be better to consolidate debt, but I was thinking, what do you recommend getting life insurance and then using the loan from the life insurance to consolidate the debt? No, I would not. I would not do that. Um, I think it, I, I, I don't actually think mathematically that makes sense. And I also think it would be very irresponsible for me to say anything other than like knocking out the debt first. Help me understand okay. your dad's situation. Does your dad have... Like, does he have any money or does he just have a better credit score than you? He has some money um, in, in his retirement account. So okay. it is something that he's going to, to like, I, but we don't include that for any of the assets when they're asking for it. He's, he's just um, yeah, no, I'm helping just me with the credit score. But, yeah. So I, I'm wondering, just so you know, and I'm jumping ahead, I, I, we got to figure out a way to knock out this. Um, this debt that you have and mm -hmm. you know it's non-conventional but welcome to naked numbers like i i would be like okay number one there's a couple ways that we can approach this um and um potentially figuring out a way for how your dad can help uh, not that we're mm -hmm. gonna we're not gonna place blames on anybody but i would say mm -hmm. that you know he he helped with getting your credit <laughs> score at the at the you know score it is 
And, and so it's just being like, okay, what, what can we do? And what I would do is I would go to the table and figure out if your dad would do, would be willing to do a fact finder because 30 per you're paying 30% to credit card companies that don't care about you at all. Imagine if we could get a little bit creative as a family, um, you're, you're already creative because you're switching cars and all that stuff. I'm wondering <laughs> like, what, what can we do if your dad's scenario and, and again, this is not financial advice at all. Like I should have said that earlier. Like this is a disclaimer for everyone watching. This is not insurance advice, tax advice, investment advice. Like don't sue me. Like I'm, I'm doing this because I like talking to people and helping people. I would get, I would get like really clear of like, how, how can we set up a way where we can knock this out and potentially even, you know, if the trust is there, make an agreement so that you're paying your dad interest, maybe at 8%, which by the way, might be great for him and 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 it's like everybody wins um mm -hmm. and so yeah maybe having him help you at the bank could be great but it's my understanding if this if these credit cards get knocked out your credit score is a whole different story mm -hmm. and so like yeah. my my mindset is laser focused on getting this debt out getting a, a heloc you're just to be clear you're you're not going to refinance you're going to keep your mortgage you're just going to try to get a, a second HELOC or HELOC Probably on a home equity loan. Yeah, um, HELOCs are a little bit harder to get by. Your mortgage is 3.1%, mm -hmm. which is great. Uh, like it, you have a really good mortgage situation. It's just like if we could if we could get a HELOC to take out some of that money, like I, I would look at that versus like in today's interest rates, refinancing is not going to feel like a mm -hmm. huge win at today's interest mm -hmm. rates. All right. Uh, yeah, so that that's something I'm trying to get on. Um, I've been talking to the, a few banks the last week about um, that. What they're telling me is that his debt to income ratio is a little bit high. So what we probably would have to do is consolidate the car. And then eventually there'd be, excuse me, that would free enough en uh, enough money for his debt to income ratio to get to a certain level where they would be able to give him a loan. Now, some other bankers told me different things. I don't know if it's gonna come through. I had a banker tell me that he can loan me the whole thing without the car having to be included in there. I don't, that's, that's. I'm not really sure you if that's you're a talking thing. Bankers, are you talking to them about home equity or are you talking to them about what are you, What kind of loan are they talking about? Yeah, a home equity loan. Um, okay. That, because he, uh, the only way you can get a home equity loan, I think is by, um, by being on the title yeah. Uh, if I, yeah. So my dad, fortunately, he's on the title, and I've I had to convince him. It, it took a while to convince him, but I, I, you know, I wanted to talk to you about it. Like worst case scenario, like maybe my dad doesn't want to help me at all. But the reality of my situation is that at least um my dad's helping me with the the Apple the Apple Watch. My yep. I have other family members who are helping me a little bit with that too. So okay. you know, um, yeah. Okay. So here's what I would do on the life insurance. It's not insurance advice, but just just get term insurance that's convertible for both you and your wife. Okay. Right now, nothing. I mean, I wrote the book, The And Asset, big fan of overfunding life insurance. Right now, that's like get convertible term. Just lock in a term insurance that can convert in the future. And there should be nothing. There, there's really no conversation outside of that. Um, I think it'd be irresponsible for us to talk about anything else at this point. The conversion option gives you the ability to give you options in the future. And I can hook you up for, t I mean, there's a couple things that I'm going to share with you at the end uh, of this, but
but I can hook you up with the company that I think would be really good for you. And mm -hmm. if you have your life insurance license, I can hook you up in a situation where um, you can actually write it on yourself. Nice. Okay. Nice. So, okay. so like that's, that should, I'm, I'm just a big fan of, of getting at least, at least that covered um, because God forbid, like, obviously we don't want to talk about death, but like I reason I'm a huge fan of life insurance is it's just at definitely it. We insure everything else, our homes, our cars. Um, and, and those things are ultimately not going to create cash flow to the level mm -hmm. that you are as a human. And yet majority of people on their ba balance sheet, they don't have themselves on their balance sheet. Mm. And like, I just, I just find that it, things will change in your life when you start like literally respecting you as a, as a person. I can tell dude that you don't, you don't have crazy respect for yourself. And here's what I mean by that. Um, we, we got to figure out a way for you to make more money. Um, mm. and that would be like, a lot of people can talk about different things from real estate and investments and all that stuff. Even the fact that you're putting money in a 401k, like no clue why you're doing that. Um, mm -hmm. and, it, and what it tells me is there's a lack of clarity. So it's like, you want to do the right, you like, you're, you want to do the right thing. You don't, you're not a spender, which is amazing. Like, I, I think that's great, but I'm telling you, if we can create focus and we can really get you to value like you, which is like by far your greatest asset. Dude, your life changes. And every every other thing that we could do is a distraction. And it literally is going to take you from being average, just la-di-da, like this whole, like the, the, the trajectory that you're on, it doesn't matter. The 401k is not going to matter. Like it really is not. Mm -hmm. But like you doubling your income or tripling it or using your amazing attitude like you're literally going through hell and parts of areas in your life. And I can tell like the attitude and the positivity that you're having. Like we take that and we're able to create more value in the marketplace. Hmm. It, it gets really good. Um, and you're clearly intelligent because you're watching our videos. <laughs> you're doing things like the birth strategy. But I'm finding that I can, you, there's a lack of focus. And mm -hmm. that's why I get excited because I'm like, okay, yeah, we can clean some of this stuff up and we're going to brainstorm. But like, man, I know exactly where we should be investing. And this is not investment advice, but it's how do we get your income, your income up? Um, because I think you're potential, man. And maybe I can see it and you can't yet. But dude, like you have a lot to give to the marketplace. And, um, and we're going to try to figure some of that stuff out. So anything that you want to say before that, I don't want to be disrespectful in any way. I just like as a brother, man, I just, I, I want to say what I I'm thinking and be as authentic as possible. No, thank you for being honest. It's, it's something that recently I've, um, you're right about it. Uh, the past two weeks I, I've been wanting to do so many different things. And I realized when you try to be a jack of all trades, you're a master of yeah. none. So nothing really works out the way that you want it to, because your, your focus is taken into certain different places so i decided i'm gonna work on one thing um now as far as my income like i i fortunately my the company i'm in is um i, I don't know if we're just talking about like income in general but like uh, if i'm talking about my job 
at least the company I'm in will allow me to work in other departments. So I was thinking about maybe picking up in a couple of extra hours on the weekend to go in and start. Um, actually, this weekend would have been my first weekend to actually go in and start selecting again. So okay, that was we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a second. I just want to, but like mm -hmm. we're definitely we're on the right track here. So disability, I I don't think in your situation we need to talk about disability income insurance. Um, mm -hmm. it essentially is insuring your income and, um, it's, it's a really important for people that, you know, make high incomes maybe are like, and if something happened to them, um, they would be really screwed. And, you know, I, you know, I'm supposed to say it's important for everybody, but in your situation, I wouldn't, I, I don't think it's, we don't need to talk about it. Um, health insurance, do you feel good about your health insurance situation? Yeah, that's why I get an HSA. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> I think it's uh, yeah. Yep. Um, and then auto, auto insurance, home insurance, and then okay, so that's your all that, and then um, you don't really have any a, a simple will, living will, power of attorney. Oh, I I think in that. your situation, it would be really smart to spend two hundred dollars online and just get something basic, um, and just get clear about what happens what happens with the home. And then ultimately, if something, God forbid, happens health wise to you and your wife, like just make sure you're aligned there. But um, we have a network of attorneys that do estate planning for people. I, I would you're not you're not in a situation where I would feel right to be like, go because they're, they're inexpensive for what they do. But it's still like it's, we got to be laser focused about what we're doing. And but I would just I would just make sure that um, that's in place. And I would also make sure that your parents I have a funny feeling that they probably don't have a good estate plan. I would have the conversation with your parents as well um, because just to make sure that they're, because they're closer to death um, statistically. So just making sure that they're on, they're aligned um, because you would believe, you would not believe how big, like crazy disasters happen from, from that standpoint. So just, just have that conversation. Um, kids, you, you definitely want to have kids in the future, which dude, I'm, I'm excited for this to happen. And um, just just think about all the things that you're learning, you're going to be able to pass down. Like, um, that's that's really cool. And here's what I would say. Financially, it never makes sense to have kids. Um, and I think from a fulfillment standpoint, it's going to be one of the most incredible things. And so, um, yeah, I, I uh, part of me is like, don't, you're never going to financially be ready. Um, mm. So take Take that from what I'm saying for how you want to interpret it. Um, so, yeah, take that for that. Um, so we went through everything. Now I'm going to share with you kind of my thoughts. I couldn't help myself in some areas. <laughs> um, is there any questions that you have? Um, and is there anything that needs to be clarified that we didn't go through? Like the 401k is an example of like that came up because you filled out this paperwork and then um you know had the 401k after is there anything else that i'm missing or is there any questions that you have before we dive in uh no i think i think i'm pretty pretty good about going on to the next step okay so far so good or am i i'm not too yeah. scary am i no <laughs> yeah. okay yeah. um uh, being right. honest so, that's it mm -hmm. so first first thing is your greatest asset is your ability to create income. Mm -hmm. And when I look at your, when I look at someone's financial life, I'm not looking at like, some people look at like net worth or rate of return. 
And number one, I'm looking at like, what does this person want? So my question to you is, if money wasn't an issue at all, what would you and your wife find the most fulfillment doing? I think my wife would um, probably enjoy doing a lot more, having a lot more free time for her artwork. But personally, what I'd want to get into, if I never had to worry about any money, it'd be start um, building hydroponic systems and um, giving those to low-income families and just like mass produce them and start spitting them out so everyone can have one, you know, and uh, get into agroforestry and which is a whole nother thing altogether. But that, that's kind of like the field I eventually want to see myself in. Like, what, I what feel like that makes you, um, I have a friend that is, is it the same thing that like you can grow stuff indoors? With, with the hydroponic like stuff, growing plants in water tanks is that the same thing? Yeah, that, exactly. It's like you put minimal effort into growing these plants. You just kind of make sure that they have enough vitamins in them, and um, you know, you give them their supplements, and they they just grow. With you know, you don't really gotta be over them, watering them all the time, like like other plants. For say, it's kind of sort of like effortless while you're able to to give yourself you know, people are able to produce for themselves. I just, I, we live in a society that like is so dependent on, on everyone else that, you know, we, we've gone away from like where many back then used to have their own back, um, backyard gardens and they used to grow their own food. And, you know, it's, um, that, that's something that, that really interests me in general. I just want everyone to have the ability to, to access food that you, without having to, to always go to the grocery store, you know, like that, that's another expense that, that actually comes along, you know, that yeah. in my head, it'll, it'll save some expenses as far as like grocery shopping, maybe like gasoline, yeah. you know, just, just a whole bunch of stuff. And agroforestry is more like building an agriculture system. That's, that's an agriculture forest. So that, that's what it comes down to. And, but that, like, you need land and that, that requires a lot more effort, but that is something that I long-term after the hydroponic stuff, that's, that's what I would want to do. Okay. So that the way that you answer that is really powerful because number one, you understand that at the end of the day, after you go on vacation or two, after money, not being an issue, like that's not fulfilling, it's actually giving. And like some of the most fulfilling people give the most in their life um, or, or live lives that are super valuable because of the impact that it has on other people. Um, but I also, there's, there's power in curiosity and there's power in what you said, because I would also be highlighting some of those same things that you would be doing if money was an issue and figure out, is there people paying people to do things like that? It's mm -hmm. just interesting. Um, and I, I definitely believe that's going to be the future. And I don't know how, how, when, if there's jobs in your market, but it's, it would be really interesting for me to like be looking for side gigs or whatnot. Right now, you're not in a situation to start anything that's capital intensive, but if you can be a who, if you can find somebody, um, you know, that, that's, that was just interesting. So I'm highlighting that. I appreciate that. So once I get clear about, okay where you're at my my biggest question is i look at okay you're you are your greatest asset and it's clear to me that you're not valuing yourself 
as much as you should. Um, because if I was in your situation, and I say that very loosely because I'm not in your situation, I don't have some of the experiences. I definitely don't know all the things that you're going through. Um, but I would figure out how to make more money. And until we double your income, I since mm -hmm. I'm saying this out of love, I don't think I would be investing in anything. Mm -hmm. I I think okay. I think it's very doable for you, especially with you, like you want, like, dude, you're on the show. You're in the situation. You're like watching YouTube videos about life insurance. You're on the show because you want, like, you're, there's something in you that like wants a better way. And I'm telling you, um, I know people that are a fraction of intelli as intelligent as you making a lot more money than you. So my conversation would all be around this. Okay. You have a great job now. It sounds like your company is very supportive in the short term. Let's pick up more shifts and see what we can do to add more value to the company that you're at. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing is I would be like, I think it would, I think you should 100% look at two things. Where are other jobs that I could potentially apply for? Mm -hmm. And what, what's your associates in again? Just business administration. Okay. Um, what are, what are other jobs that you, you can apply for? Um, and then is there any side gigs? Cause I, cause it sounds like the, the job that you're in, there's opportunities to make more money. Um, but the goal is how to take your time and, and make more for it. And, mm -hmm. and for me, it's, I, it's not a victim mentality. I, ne I never am like, you deserve more money just because you exist. It's like, no money, money is currency that just literally follows value or an interpretation of value. Mm -hmm. So my mindset right. goes to, okay, if I'm making 42,000, the input that I'm putting into the world right now and the people that I'm, I'm, I'm creating $42,000 worth of quote unquote value. There's going to be a lot of people that get triggered by this. They're like, well, does that mean that someone that's making $150,000 is providing more value than me? Yes. Like maybe I believe everyone's creating the image of God and everyone's valuable, but there's some people that get paid a lot more for the input, their time than others. And so I like to reverse engineer that and be like, why? Well, it's not because they're better looking than you because you're pretty good looking. It's because they're, they're doing something, they're providing some value in a way that the market says or their employer says they're more valuable. And so for me, I'm looking at your, the way that you're spending your time and saying, yes, we could work more, but we're still making a 20 an hour rate or like, so that's great. So working more is an option, but then how do we, how can I actually provide more value so that my 40, 50 hours a, a week is getting paid 85? These are good conversations for you to have. And so this is, and you might want to write this down. Let's make a list of all, like all the key relationships in your life. Put me down as one of them. Cause I will help you, man. Like that's one thing, but you coming on this show is like, I'm going to help, like you're a case study and I'm going to do everything I can to help you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's, that's number one. Number two is, um, there's power of the internet. Like that's, that's also like 30 years ago from we would have a different conversation, but like we're, we're in a world where like the internet's a pretty, it opens up a lot of opportunities. Um, but okay. L create a list of all the people that in your life that you think could, could help you. Uh, number two, write down this skill sets and maybe have your wife write down skill sets for you because you might not be able to see what you have, like all the things that you could, that you could learn more about, or you're like, you're actually gifted in or 
areas that you're like, I would, I would love to learn more about this. Sales could be one of them because sales is one of the highest paid professions, right? You make this, make a list. Um, and then, and then we audit your time. And it's my understanding that time, it's not like you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs, but like some people I talk to have time and they just need to freaking work more or whatnot. And my, my thought process would be, is there anybody in your network that can help you maybe open up a door or, um, or is there a skill set that you can learn on the power of the internet? Like, is there something that you can learn to bring more value? Here's an example. And I'm not saying I'm not like, just take this with a grain of salt. Let's say the work that you have, let's say there's salespeople. Is there, is there a sales department at mm-hmm. your job that, that, that yeah. represents the company? Yeah. Do they, do they get paid a range for the success that they bring to the company? They get pretty good commission. Yeah. Yeah. Here's just a thought. What if you read a couple sales books and became world-class at sales and instead of working a side gig in your business and made $20 an hour, what if you went into a higher leverage activity, which is sales and like, I'm just, that's just an example of like how I would be thinking. And it might not be sales. It could be like, dude, if you, I, I bet you anyone that learns AI will be able to go to any company and be able to create way, make them more efficient and money will fo- follow efficiency. Mm-hmm. We'll just give you two random examples of like sales and learning AI. I believe in the future, the demand, like everyone is looking for sales and, um, I, AI is just another, like technology and how you can create a greater output for input. Any questions on this? Cause these are like, these are the kind of things like I would not, let's cancel your 401k. This is not an investment advice, but let's freaking okay. cancel that because it's not going to okay. change your life. These things will, right. these things will. Yeah. Um, that I actually applied to another position that that's a buyer position. Generally buyers in our company work as salesmen. Um, but instead of selling, they're buying products so they can sell to other people. Uh, I don't know how that's going to go. They haven't really gotten back to me with an interview. Now, here was a thing. Um, I, I applied to a sales position, but it was an entry level and I w- they weren't really a hundred percent. Like they liked me, but they said, look, this position's like actually below you right now. And part of me was like, well, I don't mind taking the pay uh, because it was a pay cut. It was probably like a dollar and a half. It wasn't a big deal, but I wasn't sure I, I, if that was the best decision and they, they were like, well, I mean, we see all the skills that you have and that's exactly what we need, but we're not going to be able to match you. Um, but it doesn't but, sound like they, do they pay commissions on top of that? That particular position? No, because those yeah, are yeah, no. So yeah. here's the thought just, and, and I'm going to, I'm cutting you off for a reason. It's mm-hmm. um, like, if you're going to switch to do another job, like, Make sure you're making more per hour or make sure that you have upside. What would be an ideal scenario is you keep what you're currently doing and whatever you do in addition has upside. And when that mm-hmm. thing in addition replaces your job and more, then you can then then you can spend 40 more hours on the thing that you're already proving. But the last thing you want to do is like take a risk or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I should take that with a grain of salt, but like. I'm all about taking calculated risk, but like, I wouldn't even tell you like, Hey, there's a sales position, no idea of the credibility of the company, all that stuff. But I have the ability to make 60,000. I wouldn't tell you to just leave your current job to do that. 
but I would say like, could you work part-time and test the waters? And then, so that's where I would just be thinking through, but it's like, again, anywhere, especially if you're willing, anywhere where you can change the script and say, I want to get paid for results, not time. Cause right now you're getting paid for your time. Your product is time and they're paying you $20 an hour for that, which is, which is everyone's got to start somewhere like they're putting a value on your time. Hmm. And so if you could figure out a, Hey, I'm providing, like if you can get paid for results, that's obviously like a, 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 sh a paradigm shift. And that's going to, that's definitely like, that's just the mindset that we need to be in. And every dollar, like we're not putting a money in investing until like, we're like, we're like really, really proud of like, man, I'm pr annually, I'm producing some like, like, I'm, I'm better off investing now because I'm going to get a better rate of return investing in other crap before I up my ability to bring in money. Is, it, is this making sense? Yeah, yeah, no. It, it's something that was on the back of my mind. Like everything you're telling me right now is just something that probably the last week or two are just like kind of bubbling up for and yeah. kind of out of nowhere to a certain extent. But yeah. Awesome. Um, the, the other thing is you have an insurance license. And you're talking mm -hmm. to someone who, humbly speaking, is one of the most connected people in the insurance space. If you want to talk offline about different opportunities, I, I have almost every connection you need for that. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that like that that might not be something that you want. But if you're watching YouTube videos and like, hey, there's a world where I want to sell on the side, you're talking to the person that can hook you up with the right people and and make sure that you can sell with integrity. That could be, that could be your side sales job. Mm -hmm. So again, this is not like, I didn't even know you said nothing on this application. That was like, this is, this is not why you're on the show, but like in conversations with you, you're like, you have your life insurance license. That's another thing that goes, okay, I don't think everyone should be selling life insurance, but if you are, you're talking to the right person. So that's something nice. that we can talk offline. I'm, and again, like, um, I'll just leave it at that. But like, these are the kind of things that I'm, that I'm thinking about. Um, any questions as I know you said, like in the last couple of weeks, this has been becoming more and more clear. Um, but mm -hmm. you also started 401k in the last couple of weeks. So, so we're, yeah. we're like, because so <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I know you want to do stuff. Like I get, I, I think I get you from a standpoint of like you, you want to do stuff and you don't like not doing stuff because not everyone's does burst strategies and the people that tend to do burst strategies well are people that are, want to like be active. Um, mm -hmm. And so we just got to create focus and you got to be okay building up some money in a, in a checking and savings account and knowing that that money is not earning you interest, but like you are your asset and we're going to get a hundred percent rate of return on our money. If you understand what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and also I just want to make mention that I, I'm getting into this little part of S corps um, and I'm helping my stepdad doing his accounting. So there, there was something with accounting I also wanted to do, like just because I, I have experience in that, but I'm not, I'm not getting paid for it because he's been the one, he's the one that's been helping me get this house ready. So just helping him, we're helping yep. each other out basically. Are you, and, and so you have the ability to do tax, tax prep and file for people? Yeah. That would be another thing, dude, that I would look into because what I like about that is it's, it doesn't cost that much money to start. Mm. 
now and again i'm not giving you like i don't know the laws in your state and whatnot but like if you that would be something that you could do on the side what we can't do is we can't do anything that costs a lot of money mm -hmm. but but if you can do if you can trade your time for higher value activities that's another thing so between insurance between what does it look like to have a tax side or here's another thought taking your ability to do tax stuff and maybe working for somebody who can who can increase the value of your time mm -hmm. so these are all things to to talk about um we should also talk about that because we have a company that helps people with taxes tax planning filing so that's another another thing I'm, i i can't say i'm the most connected person in that space but we're figuring out how to do that with excellence with people and um, if that's something that you want to talk offline, I'd be more than happy to share the things that we've, you, you know, I wish I would have known when we started and things, my thesis as it relates to helping people with tax, taxes. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so the, when it comes to your financial situation, I'm number one, focusing on how do I start valuing and increasing the value that I bring to the marketplace, right? A list of people, skill sets, just like, Let's figure out a way to get 100% return on your money, which means doubling your income. The second thing is I look at your debt and we, got, we have to be obsessive about getting this thing knocked out because it's not just the interest, which is 30% is crazy, but it's, but it's literally, it's costing you more than 30% because you're, you're tying up uh, your home that can't, you can't do anything with. And so I would encourage you to figure out a way to knock this out and i'm not it's like yeah caleb that's why i came on the show is to figure this thing out i i just i don't like i don't know what that looks like but like i would even be willing to like it does your dad have assets and yes there's penalties and all these things and like please take this for the grain of salt this is not investment advice but i'm like saying like as a family can we figure out a way to knock this out? I'm not saying that they should give you any money. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're already making payments. What if we could just get like, what if we could get creative and knock this thing out? Because not only when you knock this thing out, but it's when you knock this thing out, you free up a potential bank that will give you $100,000, which you could wipe out that other debt. And like everything gets better. Um, and so like, the sad reality is everyone watching this video could probably come together and come up with a, you know, a loan for you. And unfortunately at the time, like, I just don't have the ability to do this securely, but it makes my mind go to like, what, what could we do as a community to freaking help you? Um, but like, I'm saying there's your, you have family members and I believe if you knock out this debt, we free up money and that, that, that debt to your family can get paid off immediately. And I know I'm oversimplifying it, but I'm like, we need to put our time and energy into making more money and knocking out bad debt, which by the way, is your credit cards, home and roof. They're all not great. And it would be amazing if the next time we talked, we had the 70, 70, $80,000 of debt just knocked off. Um, that would be, I mean, dude, you would have, um, you'd have almost $1,500 coming in. That's, that's, that's yeah, literally going back in your pocket. Yeah. Then and we could, you, then we could have conversations potentially about 
you know, where we do put that. I just don't think they're fruitful right now because they distract us mm-hmm. from what's actually really important, which is right. making more money and paying off bad debt. Um, any questions there? Like this is the level of a lot of people, especially in our American culture, don't want to rock the boat. And I'm like, let's freak, let's rock the boat. Cause you're like, our lives are on the line. And I mm-hmm. see like, this is going to be a catalyst because there's going to be so much momentum that gets, that gets built. Um, and yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you're right. And I'm, I'm glad you're, you're mentioning a lot of this stuff. It's, it's confirming a lot of some sneaking suspicions I may have had. Yep. And, um, I mean, I, I've, I, I told, when I tell you, I looked at every loan, I've, I've looked at all the loans as far as, um, trying to get my, my ha- equity out of my house. I even looked at this kind of loan. That's the at home equity sharing agreement. Um, which in Maryland, I don't know. I can't, I could talk to like six different companies. None of those companies offered anything for Maryland, like in every other state. Sure. But not Maryland. So here's the deal. And I'm even, I'm just, I just think when we knock off this bad debt, Mm -hmm. you're just options get better. Cause even if someone was able to give you a loan, I can't imagine that those terms are going to be amazing. Right. And if we knock off that bad debt, it just not only gives you people, but it just gives you better options. And so that's why I just, we just got to figure, we just got to figure that out. And um, to, to the level of like, how much equity is in your car? You know, um, well, the car I'm driving right now, Doesn't probably look like zero. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I, I mean, looked on. Like, cause I'm thinking like, if we sell things, to mm-hmm. get this debt off to refine it like then we can go buy a car it's like i yeah i don't know yeah obviously financially you should sell the home right i'm not telling you you should like mm-hmm. do that i'm just saying like there's if we can't get this debt down it's holding this home is costing you a lot of money because of the money that you're not able to access i know at the time mm-hmm. of this recording it's like the worst time to sell a home and so that obviously <laughs> wouldn't be ideal but that's my mind is there's only so many scenarios here and that's mm-hmm. another area that I would just be like, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. but you're in your percentage of like, you're only spending 27% on your mortgage and interest, which is actually not terrible uh, for the, mm-hmm. the income household income that you make. So it's like your, your house situation because of the interest rate, like it's a good situation. So it's not like if, if you guys were in the 35, 40, like I'd be like, let's get this, let's get this house off of your your situation. And I, it's actually not the case. It's just, it's just a crazy, it's sucky situation. Um, we're, you don't need to contribute anything more to your 401k. Again, this is not investment advice, but I just like, there's no, no reason. Like maybe some of the people online are going to freak out that I said that because it's, it goes against their narrative, but like in your situation, man, it's not gonna, not gonna do anything for you. Um, for the, the context of what we're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. I even would go as far as to say like HSA in your situation, you can, if you want, I personally would take the, that thousand dollars and put that towards your debt. But, you know, assuming everything, you know, goes, you know, putting your money towards your HSA is great because there will be, you will use it in the future and there's, mm-hmm. there's benefits there. So it's like, you know, take that for what it is. And then, um, your IRA and retirement account, again, 
you are your greatest asset. If you want to just keep them in because it makes you feel good, great. But like, you're not a terrible person if you look at from a tax perspective, what it would look like to just cash those things out and create more focus in your life. Um, mm -hmm. because you're not getting 30% rate of return on any of these accounts. Right. And, and that's something I've thought too. I mean, like the 10% penalty, you know, it is what it is, but, um, I was thinking, you know, maybe I could get them to the point where the entire, like the tired amount that was, that I saved up was enough to pay off. I mean, that would, that would take a while, right? That wouldn't be anything immediate. You were a doctor making half a million bucks and you were in the situation mm -hmm. that you're in it's like it's not realistic for you to go make more money we talk about other things it's not your situation it's so clear to me like within 10 seconds of looking at your situation i'm like things change dramatically if we can figure out ways to make more money and uh everything that i said and the cool thing that is this is recorded so you can rewatch it um, other people will benefit, but you're going to benefit the most from this. <laughs> um, and, and like, I'm just telling you, like, that's the, that's the, that's the blueprint. And if your spouse is on the same page, like the same activities, um, you know, apply, but, but again, like we want to get to a situation where you can have a family and that, 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 you know, obviously things change, um, with, with that. Um, there's a lot of things that change with that. And, and like I said, financially don't have kids, but from a fulfillment standpoint, have, have as many kids as possible. Uh, so it's just one of those things where um, you, you want to make sure when you're 80 years old and you look back on your life, you want to, you want to make, you, you don't want to let fear rule your life. And I'm not, I'm, I'm just telling you th th these things that I've learned from people that have gone before me, any decision that will create future regret run from mm -hmm. and and just like so so just you know when you're when you're 80 years old looking back on your life try to have as little to no regrets as possible um, and a lot of people unfortunately that are not brave enough to come on the show they have so many regrets because they're living a fraction of what their potential is and that just pains me um and so believe it or not like it doesn't even matter what i'm saying your life changes because you're able to make public like you're you're like there's so many excuses for you not to come on the show <laughs> and you're and i'm telling you you're going to look back on this and it's going to be a, a turning point not because of the things i'm saying because of the decision that you made applying and and this public proclamation that's like hey i'm i'm gonna like it's, i'm pumped for you man thank you um get term insurance for both you and your wife make sure it's convertible um I have, okay, I have the right company. Okay. I can talk to you after about the company. And I, I think I can connect you with somebody who can, you know, like, I would love nothing more for you to get contracted with this company so that you could even write, write life insurance on yourself. If you want to do life insurance, seriously, if you don't, don't mess around with it. Cause it's going to, it costs time and money, but, uh, like even getting applied and all that stuff. But it's like, once you get up and running, it could be, it could be something. So we'll talk offline about that. Oh, yeah. um, Okay. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And then will uh, for estate plan, make sure your parents, I, I think there's a really going to be good conversation that you have with your, with your family. Mm -hmm. See if you can get creative, but then also just make sure that they have their ducks in order. And then um, I would also have, have you do the same. And then one of the things that, I also want you to know is 
Um, I have a good friend of mine. His name's Sebastian. He's known as the approved guy on uh, YouTube. And he's got an amazing channel. And he, he specializes in helping people with their credit. And um, I, when looking at your situation, I was like, I gave him a call and I just said, hey, um, I want to make sure that we can do anything that we possibly can to help you. And he, and he was like, Caleb, I'm in whatever I can do to help. And so people pay him hundreds of dollars to just consult with him. And like, that's on, that's on us. We're like, we're going to, we're going to help you. I, maybe we can do part two. Um, but like, we're going to see what we can do from a credit perspective. And he specializes in helping people build their credit, business credit. And he also has people that can help repair credit. If that's something that you, you need. Um, and depending on the situation with re repossession, like I'll, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in that area. I just, I'm smart enough to have people that are experts. And so that's something that, um, if you're up to, I would also like to look into because yeah, like, well, it is a, it is like the third thing that I'm like, man, if we could get your credit up, even, even if we knock out your debt, something tells me that there's going to be some other things that we could possibly do to help. Um, mm -hmm. and I think he's, he's the who for that. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for all of your help and actually being interested in, in helping someone like me. Absolutely. Means a lot, truly. The, the, uh, my, my, the mission statement that I made when first getting in this space was simple, was to help people see and reach their highest potential. And if there's one thing and it has nothing to do with insurance or compound interest, it's like we have so much God-given potential in our lives and it, and it breaks my heart when we're not using it. And the whole retirement system in general strips people of their potential. Like it literally, like, do you realize majority of people are in jobs? They're not, they're not providing crazy value. They're not getting paid. They're getting paid maybe for the value that they're bringing. They're not feeling fulfilled. This thing called retirement is that carrot. That's, that's just like disenticing enough, but it's really, if they actually did the math, it's like a sucky situation. There's no way that most people in the world would be able to try to retire the typical way. And the whole time they're not serving and giving and living a fulfilling life because they're just trying to get by, but mm. it's the system's not even going to support them in the end. And I look at the system and go, there's got to be a better way. And mm. I just happen to use like my love for like helping people when it comes to money. But it's like, I'm telling you, we're ripping people of their, uh, like, if we just talk to you about different places, to put your money, you realize like you're, you're like, but the typical financial way would be like, maybe you should do this with your money and this. And it's like, no, like we got to shift the mind because mm -hmm. you're your greatest asset and everyone, no one's going to care as much about you and the ability that you can provide to the world than you are. So we got to, mm -hmm. we like it, once we own that, it's like a ripple effect, man, everything, everything changes. Um, and unfortunately we, there's not a lot of people talking about it because it's hard to put in it. It's hard to put an equation or measure it, but it's just something that's real. Yeah. So what I questions agree. do you have, man? I know that this was uh um what questions do you have? I'll you know, I'm I'm an open book. Well, yeah, I mean probably I, I had some questions, but I think that'll probably be better for a little bit offline. Um but no, I mean 
definitely what I what I've took from today was to actually double down on on what I was thinking about doing like actually like I didn't just get life insurance just to like sit there and do nothing with it that's something that if I got the license and I'm taking the the time to actually learn more about it then I should apply that knowledge um accounting too you know like I I was looking at your video with Carlton Dennis like this this morning actually so I thought that was really cool that you were both talking but seeing him actually helped me realize what what it truly meant to have an S Corp too and that's something I want to provide value to other people because not a lot of people even know that's an option available there there's just something about there I heard someone talk about being an outsourced accountant you know like a lot of people hire their own accountants and at the end of the day they're just sitting around and not doing too much but one person can like do that job and like provide them more value um on a monthly basis versus like an hourly basis, you know, like just be more efficient with their time. And that's something that, um, that I, I wanted to do. I just, I, you know, I, I, it's like at the same time, I have so much going on that I just need to sit down and focus on one thing at a time. Like I can't just do all of it. I just got to do one. Yeah. And here's the, here's the thing. This is where this is, this is what's just, this, this is the next thing that you have to talk about is like, okay, you only have so much time. And so mm -hmm. what is the highest leverage thing that you can do? And it might mean focusing on taxes and, you know, not being distracted on the life insurance side or partnering with a firm that and say, hey, like, hey, I'm going to send everybody to do their insurance or others financial situation to you. And, you know, depending on what state and what, what license you have, like there may be a world where you can still get paid for, for a version of that. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like, you got, you, you don't want to spread yourself out. Cause I know a lot of people that are broke in our space to trying to do too much. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I think it's definitely like, it's uh let's make the list and like, let's come, let's be really creative. Like I want you, I want, you know, is there anyone in Maryland that's doing hydroponic systems like we want to get like let's first start like let's look at everything and then let's really whittle it down and what i'm looking for is how can i provide the most value and what you'll find is value is a perception and then i'm looking at what can i provide how can i leverage that and and that's where it's like and that's where it's like how can i get paid for the results and outcomes that i'm that i'm giving somebody and so I'm always looking at like, number one, I'm looking at how we provide value, but then number two, I'm looking at how can I leverage? How do I use technology? How do I use amazing people? How do I use marketing and brand and other, other things to amplify the value that we can bring in the marketplace? Because not only am I helping you right now, hopefully, but there's other people that are going to get inspired and who knows what that's going to do for, for us. I don't know. Uh, it just makes me feel good doing this right now. Like their cool reality is I bet you more than one person's going to get, you know, influenced and impacted. And I would just, I would, here's my ask is if you're watching this and you've had any impact, can you just make that in the comments? Cause I think it would be encouraging for both of us to be like this conversation impacted more of the people than just us. And like, I would just love to hear your biggest takeaway. And, um, one of the things that I'm committed to doing is like, I know that these questions and naked numbers and assailants are going to open up more conversations. And 
I want to thank you for making it possible for me to help our voice get out. Like, believe it or not, I'm leveraging you by helping us get our brand and message out. And so what that's what's cool is it's not a one like one person wins, one person loses. You can do work in such a way where everyone wins. And uh, mm -hmm. in 2023 to 2024, depending, I bet people are going to watch this in 2024. Like the, the ability to impact people is um, incredible using technology. So, um, so just in summary, you're going to get laser focus and cut out anything that doesn't relate to how you love your wife and how you, uh, serve, serve more, more like how we can provide more value. That's going to be, that's going to be number one. Number two is you're going to get laser focused on paying off that debt. And you're going to go as far as like, you don't need to be putting money anywhere right now. Let's get this debt out. But I think we could be creative and like good things happen when you pay off that debt. Domino effect happens, but it's a good domino effect. So hmm. let's, let's, let's focus on that. Let's cut out any distractions. And right now, 401ks, crypto, mm -hmm. flashy, shiny objects don't like even even the people selling courses online, like just be really focused, like be focused, don't be focused. Um, and then we're going to get get you and your wife term insurance. Um, I'll be able to connect you with that. And then you're going to have to figure out between your work, between other side gigs out there, there might be people in our community that's watching this that hits you up so like if if you want to include your email uh down below you can um and then um taxes and insurance and i would encourage like i don't think you should do all three or four like figure out mm -hmm. what would be the most prudent thing and offline i can i can give you some data that can help you with with that decision mm -hmm. and then it's uh you and your family make sure that you have at least a basic estate plan um, that just outlines where money goes and if and when health-wise happens, um, that there's no confusion there. Yeah, so I wrote those key points down to especially be focused. That, that's something that that I, I know is going to pay off dividends. Totally is. And all of a sudden done. And it never will, like you're never going to get to a level that you're like, wow, like, cause it, once you get to a certain level that you just, you're all, you always have problems. They're just different types of problems. And right. I think, uh, I don't agree with Grant Cardone on most things. I, I like him. One of the things that he said in an interview that really stuck with me is he's like, we need to up level our problems. He's like, <laughs> I try to, I, you know, people that have big problems mean they have big lives. And it made me think, I was like, that's really interesting in the whole, realm of like providing value and stuff is like you know you know the more value you provide there's going to be other things that get created the the last thing yeah. is the whole fam the whole family situation and you're the like is there anything that i or our community can do for for you in that situation i wish i knew but i think right now it's just we're we're playing the waiting game um i this is my first time going through anything like this too so i'm not sure if anyone has like any advice as far as that like i'd be open to it yeah so. i think uh i think the the thing that 
I can say for myself and anyone that's watch, watching this that is is a believer, I, I think there's true power in prayer. Are you, do you, like, are you have a faith background? Was your, what, what is Oh, that? yeah. Okay. Um, they, they call it, um, you know, I, I feel like non-denominational Christians, yeah. but some people would call it charismatic Christians. Yeah, there you go. I, you so, know, so, um, so, yeah. Pray, are you able to go to church? Are you allowed to go to church? No, no that, that's, that's been the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, really. um, what what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to close in prayer, um, because I I really do believe in the power of of prayer, and I I'm not I do not believe in the prosperity gospel at all. Like I, I like I ultimately believe that you know God put us on this planet to bring Him glory, and like the greatest the greatest thing that we can do is to be able to cast our crowns before before the Lord and and he's given us time, relationships, things to steward. And I just want you, mm-hmm. whether we put this in the, the video or not, like I'm not trying to push my faith on anybody else here. I'm just uh-huh. talking to you. Um, but it's like the more like the reason we're in business is because for me, I believe it's one of the greatest things that I can do to serve other people, but serve the kingdom of God. And um, I just, I, I like, and it's just really cool to see the opportunities that come out um, and the cool thing is you're going to be able to use your scenarios in life to speak to people that are never going to watch our channel. I'm never going to be able to have influence on. And that's the power of the, of the body of Christ. Um, and at the end of the day, we live in America and your problems while might, might be extreme in some areas are not problems when you look when you zoom out to the world and you look at what's actually mm-hmm. happening and i think perspective is just key um because we're we're on we're using technology which which by mm-hmm. default makes us one of the wealthiest people just by default yeah so exactly i agree um can i pray for you yes please you're um so you it's it's pronounced fr- franco yeah, if you want to say it with an accent, this can be Franco. <laughs> Franco, okay. And then your wife is her name? Just Jacinda. And you're killing me, man. Jacinda, yep. Jacinda. How do you <laughs> yep. say it with the F? Uh, Franco. Franco. Okay. Or Franco, I mean, if it's all right, easier. <laughs> I'm going to do it. God knows what I'm saying, all right? Um, <laughs> okay. Heavenly Father, God, we, we come before you. We, we just thank you so much for just who you are. God, we thank you for literally dying for our sins and giving us the ability to have a relationship with you. Like the the fact that the God of the universe that created us, that's like so powerful, and yet he wants a relationship with us, and yet he died on a cross uh, to forgive us of all of our sins, allowing us to dwell with you, Lord, is just insane. And God, I just want to thank you so much for that. I thank you for giving us the ability to have conversations. I I thank you for just just what you're doing, and um, I I just lift up I just lift up uh, Franco and his and his wife Jacinta. Uh, God, I thank you for their situation. I thank you for the mindset that they have. God, I I can't imagine um, feeling the the anxiety or the potential anxiety of like future and and having you know literally not able to go outside and having being told what to do and and just like I, I don't know the situation. I don't need to know the situation. I just pray 
over it. Um, and God, I, I pray that you work in the hearts of people. It takes two, it takes two or more people to have, um, conflict. It sounds like, and, and so God, I pray for all parties. I pray for the judge. I pray for the lawyers. I pray for the people in this situation. And I just, I just pray that, um, if there's anything that's not of you, it will be stripped away. And uh, I, I pray that you may be glorified through this. And I pray that people will be able to come to you through this situation. But God, I ultimately pray in your name that um, any, any shackles, literal shackles can be um, removed. And uh, God, I just thank you so much for Franco and, and just his bravery and his humility. And I just ask you give him wisdom right now in his life in what he should do and how he should focus and where he can provide more value. And, and God, I, I know, like, I know that, that we're going to look back and celebrate the, the mindset shifts. And God, I know that you, you're not just a, a God that gives us incremental, you know, increases like that you, you truly want to bless us. And that's just not just financially, but you want to bless us in all areas. And so God, I just ask for your blessing in this situation. We, we love you. We, we praise you. And, uh, we just thank you so much for this opportunity, and um, and we we just we just thank you again for who you are in your name, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, man. Um, yeah. We'll have your email in, below unless you you don't want it. Um, and go ahead, put it in. I think and, I have a better uh, email. Than... And yeah, man, let's uh, let's talk offline. And there's there's. Mm -hmm. Count me, count me as one of the people on your list that you can lean on if you have questions. All right. Thank you, Caleb. Yep. For everything. Yep. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.